0: all right brother welcome to it let's start the show what's going on what up what up what up hey i'm digging the energy here we go congratulations you're right
1: on time for the make it move show with Mufasa and Poppy Knox, they are totally considerate. Baby, you're not here to try to figure me out. You
2: just need to figure out what I need from you. And if I, I'm going to tell you what I need from you.
1: Very humble. It was good to be me. Always respectful. Fuck what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but you, brother. Sometimes... That makes
0: me That warms my heart. Truly sympathetic. Most guys don't get it. They don't get the game. They don't even want to play the game. And instead of just um doing a little bit of work to know what you and I know, like on this one topic even, they would rather make an excuse for not knowing the work.
2: Absolute humanitarian. You know what I'm saying? Stay masculine and always make that person understand you are not that important in my life. Exactly. And you give off that energy and it was good. Completely...
0: Unstoppable It's the name of the game. That's why we're always making moves. We're always make, getting better than the last day, always growing.
1: The making moves
0: show begins right now. Yeah, hey, you live. I love to say what we're you doing here every week.
2: What up? What up? Um, yeah, man. I'm always fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Cool. Just hanging in there.
0: There's a part of me that, I don't know if I'm going to jinx it if I say it out loud. Um, In the back of my mind, I'm thinking every episode should be 40 minutes or less. And that we're going to pack a punch, keep them wanting more. And we definitely keep them wanting more. I wonder if this is a topic that we could do in under 40 minutes. I think the answer is yes. So I'm looking forward to seeing if we need we yeah, it.
2: And the beauty of it is, even if you can't do it, you can always put a part two. That's the Indeed, point. there is that. So, but, but you need to explain to me uh, the three B's. What three B's are your city? What what, what concept are you going with? Cool,
0: cool. So I don't know where I learned this. I'm trying to really think about where I learned this. And I think it was just on the street. Like you just going through life and someone puts you on game. And so at the end of the day, when I'm looking at a new place to live, so like you and I are talking about moving to the same city. And so before I move there, I want to know what? the three B's. And the three B's are the three most influential people in that area. Uh, whether it be in a particular industry or whatever the case may be, but it's three people that can connect me with everyone I need to know. So the three B's are, I need a barber, I need a bartender, and I need a banker. And when you take a moment, just step back, it it might even already have already come to you, but like those are the three people that shake more high to a diverse group of people. So if I'm best friends with them, if I get to know them and I treat them well, they're going to treat me well. And that's what this conversation is about. Hold on. Hold
2: on. Say that again. Barber. (laughs) Barber.
0: uh,
2: Bartender.
0: Banker. Okay. So even if you already I know you and I, we both have like international bank accounts, but at the end of the day, it is useful. Well, We'll start with the third B, which is the banker. It is useful to whenever you're in a new place, find a prominent bank, a bank that services that that's well known, reputable, that has a manager or president, whatever the term may be, that is well known and respected in the community, and then open a bank account there because every week or so you're going to deposit a check or you're going to ask for a loan, whatever the case may be, you're going to get to know the staff there. And they're going to introduce you to a lot of people and a lot of opportunities. So this is how the how I look at um, getting to know a city before I even move to it.
2: Mm, So you check out Check out the three B's. Check out the three
0: B's. And and it's three B's that I need because I need to have my money moving. I need to have uh, my hair. I need to look fresh and I'm going to be there every two weeks. Uh, Right now where I live, I'm at a I'm. Two blocks away from a very prominent uh, barbershop, and I'm there every single day. Even though I'm not getting my hair done, I I don't even go to the cafe anymore. What I do is I go to the barbershop. I bring my computer. They got Wi Fi. They don't mind that I'll do my work. Sometimes That's I'll just bring a pen know, and paper.
2: So crazy. What's up, bro? Um, one of my coworkers, her husband, actually has um a barbershop that has a bar inside of there. Hey, in a coffee shop, and, and you know in, what? And it has um, you can just go hang out. They got pool tables there. Yeah. Um, uh, flat screen TVs. It's like an all in one. And then um, I think tomorrow night every like every like twice a month they have a spoken word like poetry, live poetry, live music, right there. Ooh. Yeah, right around the corner from the crib, man. Um. And then, I mean, it's the same at my spot. Like, So
0: I'm definitely spending a little bit more per haircut. And then I tip well. Um, they, I have drinks. I can drink as much as I want. I don't. Uh, but the, the bar is fully open to me. We actually brought in, uh, we, we met the, or not we, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but but my barber, um, he was cutting some guy's hair. Come to find out, it's the, the guy that created Casamigos. So a couple hours later he comes back with four cases of of every style of Casamigos and he gave it as a gift on top of the big tip that he already gave. And so this is what I mean. This is the potential, especially where I live, like during the summertime. It's just big shots coming in and and if you're at the right place at the right time, you get to shake a hand of someone that could change your life. Right,
2: right. And that's and that's what um I was getting that, man. It's that it's very important. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Very important. Great experience with great brothers, too. So, it you know, a barbershop is usually what we like to call a safe space. Yeah. So that is very important. Um, when you, you know, relocating, Moving moving in and out the city, um, I remember growing up as a little boy, um, the barber who used to cut my hair was a big-time businessman. Yeah. So, that was the crazy part. Definitely the crazy part, but yeah, man, they got a whole cafe in this barbershop and everything, man. I got to see the setup. I've never thought about going all out with it. Man, I'll send it right to you. I'll send it to you right now. Cool. Cool. I'll send you the link. Um, I'll see you in the link. You can check it out. That's dope. I mean, but
0: it, and this is what I'm really getting at is that uh, let's talk about the barbershop. One, I mean, we're, we both have fond memories, because at the end of the day, the barbershop is the, 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 what is it, the water cooler? It's the community water cooler where everybody comes in and out, all shapes and sizes, because we all got hair, and we all got hair that grows, and it needs to look nice. And so you got everybody from all walks of life coming in, rich, poor, smart, dumb, we all got to take care of our grooming. And, and so depending on which barbershop you choose, what you're really doing is investing in a lifestyle. And it, and it, so you're telling me about this location that you got, which is, has a cafe, has the bar, has this, has that. It's like, it's very much a gentleman's space, right? Like, it's just, these are men that, uh, we're men that doing manly things in this in this private space. And more likely than not, no woman will ever enter. And so, like, it really is our spot. And in in the modern day, it's one of the last few spots that men get to just be their full selves outside of the locker room. Uh, the barbershop, It's like, where else are you gonna go where it's just you and your brothers? Because those classic hey, traditions of you walk, out, roll
2: bro. off in that thing, smoke you some hookah, a cigar, <laughs> like, bro. that's you ideal. Know. I really want to go now. Yeah, you gotta go check it out, man. I um, I seen the Instagram, but it, it's 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 a one stop shop. Like they did it right. You you, you get what I'm saying?
0: Oh no, no, I I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why. Of all the locations, that sounds like the the place that I would call home. Even if I live like an hour away, that's where I would go to get my haircut. And I bet you prominent people from the community, maybe even the mayor, the governor, whatever the case may be, is coming into there. And it's like, all right, that's where I want to get my haircut. Because all the people that I'm going to see on the way in and out, all the stories that I'm going to hear, even if it's not just a business thing, but it's just like, this is the this is better than reading the newspaper. This is better than watching local news. Everything that matters is going to happen in those conversations in that city.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So this
0: is me being the chess master. And I'm just like, all right, how can I get the most out of a city in a short amount of time to the point where even though people don't, they're like, oh, you're not from around here because you don't talk. You don't have an accent like we do. And then, but at the same time, it's like, how do you know of all the cool spots to eat? How do you know about the best bars in town? How do you know this person? How do you know that person? and then, if I take a girl out on a date and I'm taking her to my favorite bar where everybody knows me where I'm always tipping well, now I'm the rock star and it's like she grew up there, she's lived there her entire life, twenty years, and then here I show up, and I'm the king of her city, and I've only been there for two months.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'll as they like to say, I see the play. I see the play. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Play. And it, and it's not because you're stunting; it's because you've actually put in the work. You actually put in the work. So, yeah. and, and 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 maybe this is as simple as that for the whole episode. But that's what it is. It's um. So we talked about the barbershop. The bartender is a little bit different. I got to be honest. I don't drink as much as I used to. No, that's not true. I gotta stop lying.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: good, Um, up until recently i didn't drink too much new world water but now i drink it all the time and uh, i'm a high functioning alcoholic at this point i just it, it for some reason i think it goes back to what we were talking about once before it's just my mind moves so fast like even talking about this you can see the way that my mind is moving and how methodical i'm thinking about certain certain things and i'm like this with every single topic so it's like even the way that like i don't know i'm just very methodical about everything so what a uh, new world water aka alcohol does is slows me down so i get to be more normal <laughs> and i can relate to my fellow man better without overthinking things so oh. i drink a lot but i drink a lot at home so i don't oh. get to go out to the bar as much I get it. I get it. Yeah. But that is the idea is to go to that bar, again, have a great rapport, know everybody by name, tip well, and then try so many things on the menu. If it has a, a small food menu, try the, the food and try the drinks. And even if it's something that doesn't look like you are you be into it, just try it and just almost treat it like your living room. So the way that I can, like, create a drink at home is the same way that I, I, I think – Every man should have one bar at the very least one bar where it is their living room, their second living room. We'll put it that way, and it's just your place to go, have a great drink, but not have to make it for yourself
2: okay yeah
0: yeah and and again, it's like well, I'm far, saying, well well well
2: right now, you know you know the area. They love to call Atlanta, A.K.A. Chocolate City. It's plenty of lounges and bars that you could really build um, a bartender, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, once you become a regular, not you're a client now. They, you know, they get it. Um, I'm a big fan. I think all of us. Should invest in a you know our 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 routine a daily routine where you might have a bar allowed you to go for a happy hour, something like that um, so with that being said um uh, there's a bunch of bars and stuff and places you could look up on this the social media website, especially on instagram
0: oh absolutely and it 's easier than ever, and that 's what I love about instagram all right let i 'll right, go deeper into this. Cause I used to do this for dating girls and now I just use it for basic networking. But Instagram is going to show you like you can see five bars on, on Google and they might have high ratings, but you don't know which one you should start going to. And then you go on Instagram and then you can actually see who's following this and who is the bar following. And you're going to find two things. You're going to find very hot girls and you're going to find very important men. They may not look as cool as you, but they're very important, right? So they may not think about their Instagram as important as I do Where I curate every single picture I put on But these are the movers and shakers These are the quote-unquote 1% And it's like, alright, who are these guys? And, and why are they important? And how can I introduce myself to them? And, and, and the people, the staff, are really going to make that easy for you and like, this Oh, is, hey, have you met Knox? This yet? is
2: gold right here Because I didn't even think of I didn't even look at it that way I just go to the Instagram one visual. Does it look like a cool place I can have a drink? What do the drinks look like? Oh, no, absolutely. Of course, right? And then, yeah. you know, you get there, you get comfortable, you get a feel for it. I actually have a, a spot mm-hmm. right around the corner from my house. Got to be exactly three minutes. It takes me three minutes to get there. Yeah. Um, if I hit the light, it might take me a minute and 20 seconds. I hit the lights, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, their happy hours from like four to seven thirty, four to eight or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they see me, they gonna talk. You get what I'm saying?
0: Exactly.
2: Um, let me know everything that's going on, what they got going on, and things of that nature. Um, I did miss one thing. I was supposed to go there for a networking event. But when they told me they had networking events, I'm like, yeah, this this the spot right here. Mm. Um between the barber and the bartender, <laughs> you could get you you could build your nice network.
0: Okay. Yeah, exactly.
2: And you could build your nice network. And the line of work I do, especially with the real estate and being a real estate agent. Ah, yes. I'm, I seeing always, it.
0: I'm glad you're seeing it.
2: Yeah, I always want to just pass out a real estate card no matter what. So I get it. Um, I just need to know more of the game since you're giving out free game right now.
0: Hey, ask me all the questions. I'm going to start off with this. So first off, and and you've already, you exemplify this. I'm actually um, catching up to where you are because my health was what it was. I'm trying to catch up, build my body where it needs to be. But essentially it starts with, how are you presenting yourself to the world? And, and what I mean to say is like, if all right, let's say this. I, I moved to Atlanta. I'm looking up my three Bs. Just because I found the three locations that I'm going to start investing in doesn't mean I'm just going to show up looking like a, a fool. So I'm going to dress appropriately. I'm going to demonstrate that, hey, I actually have a good story to tell. And I want you to approach me and be excited to hear what my story is. So, it's all about dressing well, which is why I put the barber shop first. I, I put all three in a certain order. And I put the barber shop first because it's like that's where you're actually going to do that extra maintenance with grooming. So that way, not only do you look good, but like your facial hair, everything is tip top. And what this is all about is, again, communicating who you are that if I'm dressed this well, if I have a nice watch, nice shoes, clearly I've done. A few it's things. all
2: right. about the optics individual, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And optics, the... optics,
0: optics. I'm glad you said that because I want to make sure we're being clear about that. You and I know what that means, but some people are like, oh, this is fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. It's like, no. If you don't have the nice watch, don't fake it. There's no watch you can make that can fake that you're you're wealthy. However, I will say it is very simple to put a nice outfit together no matter what your budget is. So even My when I was- wet. Talking,
2: but what's up? No matter what, I know how to look expensive. I don't. I, I got a yes. But guess what? I know how to look expensive with a uh stainless steel gold watch too. And correct, Vic- correct. It's- I
0: to this day I still get guys complimenting me on my watches, and I'm like, I never correct them because one, I only own one watch, and two, it is five years old, and it's like probably eighty bucks.
1: <laughs>
0: but life. the reason why they think I'm bigger than life is because of the people that I hang out with, the fact that I never look dusty, and again, I just have that confidence because I'm not worried about because all the money that I'm about to make uh, will make up for all the shortcomings that I have right now, but at the end of the day, the things that I can never create, my my natural charisma, my natural confidence, my even my natural arrogance, which I think is an asset. These are things that like this is me, this is my character. So this is what I'm starting off with. I'm going to make you love me whether I have the Rolex or not, whether I have the Lambo exactly. or not, whether I'm dating Naomi Campbell or or not.
2: And you know what is so crazy? Um just look nice and presentable. Yeah. Like you care about yourself and people will be attracted to that.
1: And like Exactly.
2: Dress like you take yourself seriously. And you know what? I know people who they don't dr- they could dress with the most expensive stuff and it just looks like they don't take themselves serious, seriously. Exactly. Exactly. It's, a sh- it's a shit show. So I don't want us to look like shit shows out here. I want us to look like, Hey, we dress like this for a reason. Hey, my shirt is tucked in for a reason. I'm yeah. in mean business. And you give off that energy. People is, go- people are going to respond to it.
0: Exactly.
2: Even, we can't help it. We're human beings. Um, Even though we like to say we're not going to judge a book by its cover, uh, we're judging that goddamn book by its goddamn cover. It's the reason why you see Alpha on top of the college. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see
0: it. I see you. I see
2: you. (laughs) With the lion with a broken chain in his mouth. It's all about the optics.
0: Good for you, man. And and this is going to be a fun conversation. It already is. but It's all all about
2: the uh, the optics get you in the door. Just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The looks, oh, I do. The That's looks, why I put it at level one. Actually, I don't even want to call it level one. This
0: is just the lobby work. Before the looks we get to gets, level yeah, one, the looks this is what, gets this gets you the
2: lobby girl. Work. Yeah, like they say, the looks get you in the door. The looks get you the girl. Yeah. The skills is going to get her on your program. Same thing with football. <laughs> the looks going to get you in the door, but the talent is going to make you go to the top. So, Even if you don't have the talent yet, you still can master the look. And I hate to say this, it's such thing as fake it till you make it. Um they do that shit in real estate all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, I was taking a real estate class one time and I love my Honda. Mm -hmm. But you know what (laughs) that young lady told me? And that young man told me. You can't show
0: up to to clients with a car that looks less expensive than the house.
2: Is that don't <laughs> go up to that million dollar house that you're about to sell to these people in a Honda. So it, it depends now. How did I'm, you
0: pull that off
2: though? If, <laughs> I, if I'm a part oh no, you know, between um between my resources, like you okay. said, I got access to a Ferrari if I need to.
0: Okay.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I literally have that access. I got access to a Ferrari if I need one, Uh, a Lambo if I need one, the Lambo truck if I need one. Um, I'm glad
0: you know that. I'm glad you – so even though we've never had this conversation before and you never thought about the three Bs, you're doing a lot of all the things that I would talk about.
2: Well, I'm 32. I'm 30. I'm in my 30s, you know, 34 years old. I got to know something. (laughs) Absolutely. I got to know – I gotta know something, but uh as a real estate agent, if I'm just showing you apartment homes, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm hopping in my uh old reliable. If I'm okay. showing you commercial property, two point three five million dollars, multi million dollar properties, I'm hopping in something different. Good for you, man. And guess what? It don't make and guess what, it makes a person it make your client feel so good when you And when you pull up in that nice-ass Mercedes.
1: Freeze! We're going back to the show in a moment. But first, in the show's description, there is a link for KnoxUniversity.com. This site gives you access to the Take Charge League, which is everything you need to tap into your greatest strengths, improve your shortcomings, and live your ideal life Sooner than later, this one guide will forever change your worldview, giving you the confidence to lead happier relationships. Always know what to say and do, grow your network with high net worth professionals, make money with speed, and have a more fulfilling life. Plus, direct access to Poppy Knocks and ambitious people like you to ensure you are surrounded by a positive community so there is no way you can fail if you are interested in changing your life in any way visit knoxuniversity.com right now to join that's knoxuniversity.com now let's get back to those unruly men talking about only god knows what unfreeze
2: you know what i'm saying that 20 oh, that 2023 bmw and you it like it and you ask them is anything you need from me they're gonna feel on top of the world yeah. because usually when you pull up in a cart i don't even go to go too deep
0: but anyway bro let's okay, we get the message we get the message yeah. and i'm glad you know that because that's essentially what we're talking about we're talking about i'm not even gonna call it level one i'm gonna call it lobby work
1: Yeah, Yeah, how we're presenting ourselves
0: and and how we're presenting ourselves. And it's not just like dressing well, but it's like
2: making sure what we wear conveys who we want them to perceive us as If you dress confident and if you dress super confident and you step to people humbly, Mm -hmm. you're you're very attractive. You're going to be a delightful person. So even if you do have that Rolex on, but you're still going to talk humbly with somebody who don't have a rolex that says a lot they're going to want to do business with you
0: thank you all right so now that you said that i'm going to take it to the next level so all all the optics as you put it that's the lobby work so let's think of it as a hotel we're going to a hotel we're going to the top floor the lobby work is how you look do you look like you belong and this also includes your health so that's why i'm doing my work now to get my body in shape I, i reached out to my brother today and i'm like hey you and i are both too tall to be looking like starving Marvin on a diet so like we need to get our weight up and we got to do it together and we got to like do it publicly so we make sure we hit our gains by the end of the year but my thing is um and, and this is something that most people take for granted uh especially a lot of guys it's like they have a lot of money they have a lot of they have a strong network they have this that the other they have the girls but they don't care about their body they don't care about their health. They're not a good fighter. They're not training to be adept and ready for anything. So I think that is a large part.
2: It, uh, hey, you know what I have to say about that. that. Oh, yeah. You know, body. You have to take care of it. this shit won't even work if you're a spaceship
0: exactly no it, matter what i tell them in the next 10 minutes 20 minutes whatever the case may be it will not work if they aren't physically there to execute it, if they don't have the strength and stamina to enjoy it
2: yeah so that's why i condition my body you know i go to the gym at least four to six times a week so and i'm eating something healthy every day fruits veggies water um,
0: yeah, you're better at that than I am. My thing is I'm trying to gain, what, 30 pounds? So I'm oh, yeah, like, I yeah. eat everything.
2: Dude, me, I, <laughs> I eat a hamburger, I gain eight, eight pounds. So ah, <laughs> I
0: love that. I'm that
2: so, being... so um, with that being said, it would be a, like a lot of hot, a lot of non-cardio exercises for you, mm-hmm. right? A lot of weight training and a lot of protein and carbs. Yeah. Y- you know, so... You guys, even though I have seen a skinny guy protein and carb it out, Mm -hmm. and he only gained like four pounds in a month, that month. That's on the low end. So what happened the next month? Guess what? Guess what? The next month, I asked him, what does he do? exactly when he gets home from the workout because you know i do you know i do personal training i didn't even know i'm a personal trainer uh as well as a real estate agent i'm always have a hustle um y'all boys got to understand your body repairs its muscles while you're asleep that's one of the main reasons why i told you like i think i told you in one of the podcasts. You want to grow your muscles, you want to get bigger, you got to eat and go the fuck to sleep. You got to work out, eat, and go to sleep because during that sleep, your body repairs the muscles. It it repairs the muscles faster, with me, which makes them bigger. So after you break down the muscle, you feed the muscle, and then you take your ass to sleep, a lot of muscle um, building goes on. While you sleep, it doesn't really go on at the gym. People think, oh, going to the gym and I'm going to get pumped up. I'm building up my muscles. No, dummy. You're breaking your muscles down. Yeah, that's that. And the scar tissue, you know, is recovering your muscles, which makes, makes them bigger, which makes you stronger, which makes you look more alpha. You get what I'm saying? Indeed. All of that shit. So the rest is very important. And once he actually started getting the proper rest in and resting at the proper times, he went from gaining four pounds to he gained 15 pounds that month.
0: Beautiful. Exactly. Because I've done that. I've done 20 pounds in 40 days. You can grow aggressively if you're doing everything right. Um, For everybody else, people are like, oh, that's shocking. That's unhealthy. I'm telling you, it's absolutely healthy.
2: I know it's so crazy to think the key to growing is fucking going to sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> so like mm-hmm. I'm up late and right now, I probably ain't do no growing, but tomorrow I'm going to do some growing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I won't keep you up too much, but here's what it is. It, though. it don't matter if you could get the right, the proper rest. Mm-hmm. You rest in your body and it's ways because it's 24 hours in a day. Um, you don't have to sleep all those hours, but you do want to get a good night's sleep for for some, that's five hours for most that's between seven and eight. So I say five to eight hours rest. If you can, you rest for five hours. Um, and then take you a two hour nap throughout the day. Some, sometime that, that gave, that gave me a lot of results. Um,
0: and that's all it is. That's all it is. In fact, that's uh, I, I'm, we got to save it for a different episode. But at the end of the day, when I cured my sickle cell, all I did was add more rest. And that was the, the game changer. And people won't believe me when I say that. But it is what it is. Uh, and the reason we're talking about all this health stuff is that when it comes to three D's, it doesn't matter what I can bring you to the most upscale barbershop uh, bar and and bank. And introduce you to all the cool people in the world. But if you don't have the strength and stamina to to um, present yourself well and manage all the stress that comes with just being a very social person, whether you're introverted or not, you're not going to make the most of it because your health isn't there. And this includes what I was really getting at. So we did that lobby work. The lobby work is the optics. And I'm making up this analogy as I go. So we'll see if it actually works. Maybe in the future I'll change it. But the next step is getting to the elevator. The elevator work is how are you talking or how are you presenting yourself at these locations? So you got the barbershop, uh, the bar and the the bank. How are you presenting yourself? Are you going there once a month? If you are, that's what the average person does. Maybe they go once a week. But if you really want to make an imprint, if you really want to be noticed and if you really want to be of value to people, you gotta become a regular. So what a lot of people do when they go to a new town, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm new to Manhattan. I'm going to go to every bar that I can in the next 12 weeks. And they spread themselves thin so they don't make a relationship with anyone anywhere. And because of that, it's all this wasted time. That's what the average person does because they care about quantity, not quality. And what I'm saying is do your research and go to the right place a dozen times. And this, if people are paying attention, like, this does cost money. So this is not a poor man's game, which again is why you got to get your health right so that way you can be working enough hours to earn the income so you can make these moves and 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 get the rewards from it. But yeah, that elevator work is going to be am I going to the bar? I'm I'm trying to go to the bar regular. Even if I'm not a drinker, I can change what I drink. I can even just ask for water. You don't have to be concerned about what you're drinking. It's just about becoming a familiar face and getting to know the people, saying hi, being courteous, tipping well. And when I say tipping well, my standard is 30%. I never tip less than 30%, and if I can't afford it, it's just not for me. And there are some places that I've been to where I'm like, fuck, I should have I should have checked the prices before I came in. But those are the mistakes you make as a young guy. And then as you get older, you get to pick up on the signs and be like, all right, this is my range, this is not my range. And then every place that I can't afford pisses me the fuck off, and I'm like, all right, I got to go make a million dollars. I got to work harder so I can afford to be there and never have to look at the bill, um, never flinch at the bill. And so there's that. And not only is it going to the same location multiple times, but it's like, all right, how about you bring your friends with you? So now it's like, oh, this guy's really cool. And he's, he, has, he knows Alpha Ecology. He knows uh, Mufasa. And he's having a good time. They're both great. They treat wow. the men with respect. They treat the women with respect. They're charming. They tip well. And so every time he brings someone new, whether it's a date or a guy, like he's just that everything's always fantastic. So it's like, all right, cool. I respect this man. I want to get to know more about him. Who are you that you know, everybody? You're a socialite, but you just moved into town. Who the fuck are you? And that's the whole idea. Like a lot of guys will tell me, oh, Knox, are you in the mafia? Are you part of something?
1: <laughs>
0: what do you call it? gangster?" And it's like, oh. I'm, I'm glad that you do that. And I, and I never correct them. But absolutely, I'm not part of the mafia. However, because I present myself in a way that the average guy doesn't, everyone's like, wait, why aren't you average? Why aren't you ordinary? You must be something extraordinary. You must be Tony Stark. You must be Tom Cruise. Like You must be this cool dude that I don't know of because I haven't watched your TV show yet. And it's like, no, I'm not a TV show. I'm just a regular guy. I just do extra. I'm not a regular guy. So I got to stop lying about that. But you get my point. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. It's about uh making a making sure the things that you do give a positive impact so that way you make again a quality impression in a short amount of time.
2: Hey, so I wanna bring us back into the three Bs. Cool. Now that we got all that down, how that can work for us, right? Mm-hmm you got all this down now you're acquiring all this money from the networking and being a great person because i do think we have to um i hate to say this um to attract money brings a certain energy so now that we have our two b's down that will give us a certain energy to attract money um whether the people like it or not, it's true. I, um, optics to networking to how you present yourself to people could get you a lot of money. It will get you foots in the door. Now, once you get this money, what you do with it, right? Which brings Ooh. me to the is third that a question to me, or are you asking rhetorically? No, I'm just rhetorical. Which brings me to the third B, which I'm asking you. And the this two is Bs, I'm good at the third B. Oh, man.
0: It's a tough one. And it, and it is definitely probably the last one for a reason because it's it's not corny. What do you call it? It's just boring. There are very few bankers that are like cool guys, but they do have cool stories to tell. And and women, too. So it's not just a, a male gender dominated uh, field. So when you say
2: people. a banker, do you mean like an accountant? Because mm-hmm. I do have a cool accountant.
0: You know what? That could be a leverage point, but I do indeed need banker. And then back in the day, this expression made more sense. We live in a digital age, so no one actually knows who their banker is. However, that's my point. Go to your bank. Physically go to your bank. And again, if you need to make a new account, make a new account. But get familiar with each of the tellers. Make them smile, especially the girls. Like make them smile, make them giggle. You're never going to take them out on a date. Don't try to impress them. Don't try to get them get in their pants. That's not the idea of this, especially for men like us, because at the end of the day, I'm talking from a framework of I have everything that I need. I don't I'm not thirsty to get more. So every move I make is not because I'm thirsty. I'm not flirting with a girl because I'm thirsty. I'm flirting with a girl because that is going back to that elevator. Because I'm in
2: a fucking good mood. Exactly. Like, this is who I
0: am as a human being. And that's what I meant about that elevator. It's, yeah, the friends that I bring.
2: I flirt when I'm in a good mood. I'm not in a good mood. Cool. Well, what I'm saying, Mufasa,
0: is flirt 100% of the time, all the time. With every woman. Including your mom. And again, that sounds weird, but it's like, I'm, we're not trying to
2: have sex. We're, not we're just tar- trying we're not to charm tar- and yeah. have
0: women feel their best selves be around
2: us. Let's not say flirt. Let's just say be charming. All right. We'll leave it um, at that.
1: <laughs> be charming. I be, tried to
2: correct myself be, real quick. Be charming. Be be pleasant. Um, I always define flirting as just making a woman laugh. A person of the opposite sex laugh at a joke
1: Where?
2: or a phrase or whatever. Um... No matter what, how how people don't like to see that, but we know damn well, you know, you with your girl, and the wait and the waitress laughs at my joke. It's automatically a flirt. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I get it. I get where you're coming from. Oh, and I know you
0: get it. I'm I'm talking to the listener because the way that you and I talk about dating and relationships, yes, is not guys, that, be charming. Yeah, that's all it is. Because be the thing is, you're yeah. already dating who you want to date. You don't
2: need. Yeah, we'll take um, you to charm school later. They're they're probably like, oh, be charming. How do I be charming? Oh uh, yeah, you got a long <laughs> way to go, buddy. Oh, uh, but we'll talk about that. A and little
0: underlying bit. all of this, and the reason why I bring it up as a point is that you don't fuck where you eat. And the three Bs is about eating. It's about having a good time eating. The moment that you sleep with one of the service members, the moment that you sleep with an employee at one of these locations, if, especially if you're not like us, you're going to fuck it up. And then it turns, it tarnishes your look because all it takes is one girl to say, you know what, I had a bad time or he was too handsy with me. And then all of a sudden you are a social pariah. So everything that we've done in the past, whatever, 20 minutes that we've been talking about this, you've just totally undone. All that money you invested, all that time you invested, all that goodwill you invested, simply because you, you wanted to get your PP wet. So it's like, grow the fuck up. This is not about sex. This is about building quality relationships where people respect you. And and we see it in the news all the time, so I won't go on that too much. But the banker part is, and, and I'm, 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 what do you call it? I'm not biased. What is that term? I take for granted that I actually know my banker because I went to school with him. So this is someone I've known since high school, didn't go to college together, but we visited each other at our respective colleges and and he just happened to become a banker and I happened to be his friend. So it's like, all right, uh, every now and then there's a charity event. Let's do this 5K Knox. Let's do this golf tournament. Let's do this. Let's do that. And unfortunately, I, I said no to most of those opportunities. And then when I did go to them, because I didn't have all the particulars in place, like I mentioned, I didn't get the, get to make the most out of it. But I was hanging out with the mayor, the governor, state senator, actual senator from this state, from that state. So there's all this power around me. But because I don't have my shit together, because I don't have my power intact, I can't make use of it so i'm just a, it's not that i was a clown it's just i didn't get to leverage it the way that i'm trying to encourage all of us to leverage what i'm talking about now but that's really what it is and that is the most boring part that's where um like i said you are you don't casually just um go into the the president of the bank's office and say hi but over time visiting um always smiling and, and being kind and courteous not because it's an act, but because you genuinely are that person. And if you aren't that person, then this isn't for you. You can't pretend yourself into great relationships. You can't pretend yourself to be uh, the mayor about town.
2: Yeah, I cannot even. I can't. Ooh, you get. You open up. You open up my mind on that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't be thinking too deep into that because some of this shit just comes I hate I'm not trying to brag, but some of this no, shit no. Yeah, um, it's good. come natural um mm-hmm. I learned in, the more that I talk with you, the more I learn that um uh, even Mr. Africology somebody could break it down and nuance it even more thorough than I can, cool, well, so thank you for that. So with with that being said, when you have these three B's, because I was shocked by the three B's. I'm like, three B's with, with three bitches? Bitches, bitches, bitches. <laughs> I, I said that. I said like, three B's with three Britneys of my city. I know three Britneys. Uh, you uh, know,
0: the Jezebel's.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, and I'm glad I could share this with you. I, and I take it for granted, too. Uh, it was a brother earlier today. He hit me up. What did he say? Um. My brother was telling me that a girl that he had a conversation with said that um, barbers ain't shit, uh, which, again, is just one of those dumb things that silly people say. Um, but I'm like, without the barber, like, a community doesn't run. Like, the barber, back in the day, I don't know if you really know the history of barbers, but I'm talking, like, Wild Wild West days, even though they weren't. I'm bad. talking
2: about not even too yeah. long before internet. Well, if I mean, there was that. Figure, But what, what I'm just, saying is. I'm mm-hmm. talking about in the '90s. If you just wanted to figure some shit out, I, I like I said, my my aunt's ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, was a barber. And you go into the shop, you are gonna get everything you need. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna just- figure out everything. You you looking for a job? You gotcha. you gonna go there? And they do like, well, go s- talk to such and such. They hired him over there. Tell them I sent you by my bomb, And next thing you know, you got you a job, right?
0: And that's what this is. We're playing it. We're playing the old school game in a new school terrain. And and we can still get those same results, but it just plays differently. But that's what I remember is the '90s. But I'm telling you, go way back. I'm talking hundreds of years back to the Wild Wild West. Even though they weren't actually wild when you went to the barber that was your priest that was your dentist that was your doctor that was the person that took care of you in every single way shape form that we would not allow today but that's how essential the barber was because some towns didn't have a doctor so this guy would be reading from a book and he's like all right i don't know what to do but the book says do this so i'm gonna do this and and that's the history of the barbershop that that it's almost forgotten but, yeah, go look into that, and, and you'll realize how important the barbershop is. So even though I know people say silly comments, I will never disrespect the profession or its history because I know where it No, began. nobody
2: really disrespecting the profession but unlearned, untrained women. That's it. <laughs> it's,
0: that's the only
2: and, – and this is what happens when people you People that
0: don't have to work for a living?
2: Yeah. Yeah, this, this is what happens when you give people who shouldn't have a voice a voice. Mm-hmm. Everybody sh- ain't qualified to speak. Everybody shouldn't be allowed to speak. But I, yeah, I heard some egregious sh- shit today about somebody saying we don't need more bar- barbershops, and I was just like, yeah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking. About.
0: <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. So um, that's need, yeah. it's
2: like saying we don't need more places where men can go get go. That's what they're
0: really topics. saying. Yes. You don't need
2: one place, and it's just like, yo, am I really having a? Am I really having a conversation with y'all? Let me get out of here, because
0: exactly. <laughs> all they see is the result. Oh, you got edged up, and it's like, nah, that's not what happened. I had a whole transformation.
2: Yes, because I'm a different this was guy. Church. Right now, I'm humble as hell. I'm a different. Let me go get a haircut tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway. I'm gonna come back. You go. Like, if you study my, my podcast, you can tell, oh, he must have had his hair cut today.
0: Yep. yup, <laughs> Yep.
2: You yeah. know, so. And you my know. thing
0: is, like I was telling you, I go to my barbershop sometimes four or five times a week. I'm not getting a haircut and I still come out with that same arrogance. That, I think that's I
2: just got, got a fade. I think I think um we need to go ahead and um make this segment. Uh, I mean, another segment where we could talk about barbershops. I I would love that.
0: Cool, cool, cool. We can definitely do it. But you know what? I'm just going to wrap it up and say that those are the three B's. It's your barber, your bartender, and your banker. And no matter where you are, even if you lived in the same place your entire life, go make those deeper relationships with those people feel comfortable in spending a little bit of money. And you're going to see it return back to you a thousand times. And I promise you this, especially if you follow the rules the way that me and Mufasa were talking about it. If you break the rules, you're on your own. I ain't taking responsibility for that. But listen, life is exciting and you get to, you get special perks when you stop playing the game on amateur mode and you go into difficult mode. Yep. Yeah. That's how you do it all right but this was a good one so thank you brother for the time i'm glad you wanted to entertain the conversation with me i'll catch up with you all later and yeah let's make some moves peace out all right peace